0: Um, in this episode, I want to talk a little bit about clovers. Um, we receive a lot of calls on clovers, and, and, and we, c- we carry quite a few. Um, the questions will range for hunting purposes, cover crop purposes, beekeeping, or forage. Um, the thing is, is, is not all clovers are created equal, and they perform differently. So today we're going to go over five or six Um, just to kind of give the differences. But before we start, I'd like to kind of give a few facts or thoughts you should have when considering a clover. Um, These are legumes, some are perennial, some are biennial and some are annual. Um, Soil testing, I know I hammered this a lot, but it is so critical, especially being a legume on what our pH is going in. P and K is also important, the phosphorus and potassium. Some of these clovers are pre-inoculated, uh, some are not. So when purchasing a clover, you need to know that. Uh, so you either have to buy some or, or it, like I said, it'll be pre-inoculated. Sometimes I'll get a question. I have a producer that says, well, I want to start overseeding my pastures with clover, and, and I get that. It gives it a different mix to the uh, grazing group. Also, you know this, the nitrogen fixation that it provides, but the one thing that I caution people on is, you know, I can plant all this clover, but if my pasture typically has a high number of perennial broadleaf weeds, and I have clover out there, spraying, I'm going to do some damage to the clover. I, I should try to tr- kill my perennial weeds first for a year or so, trying to get them under control before even considering clover. Um, Seeding rates um, on these clovers are different depending on if they're perennial or annual. Um, If you're not in Oklahoma, you may wanna check with your local extension office or NRCS office on their suggestions for seeding rates. I am gonna give some seeding rates today based off uh, Oklahoma, um, so you can determine that if you're not in the state. When talking about um, planting rates, Drilled versus broadcast makes a huge difference. An example of that would be if I have a a Certain clover. I know that if I run it through a brilliant uh, Brilliant drill or or some sort of drill. I'm going to use 12 to 15 pounds drilled Then I need to increase the amount if I broadcast to 20 to 25 And if I frost seed meaning I'm putting down the seed in February. I'll go up to 20 to 30 pounds so that kind of something you need to keep in mind. Planting depth on all clovers are quarter to half inch. They're small seeds so they can't push through a lot of soil. When you look at clovers, sometimes you'll see the difference in prices. More than likely that's the difference between the cost of an annual versus a perennial. The perennials are going to be cost, cost more per pound. So. Starting on the products that we carry, um, they're they're generic basically in what they are, but they're broken up into three different groups. So I'm going to start off with the annuals um, that we carry here. The first one would be crimson clover. It's a deep rooted clover that grows from one to three foot tall. I can use it for hay, soil health, orchard cover, overseeding, and permanent pastures as I was talking about earlier. Um, it's planted through September through November and the seeding rate would be 10 to 20 pounds per acre. And these planting rates, that also gives you some idea that you can figure your cost per pound and how much you can allow in your budget. Uh, of course the higher seeding rate once again will get you maybe a little better success, but you do have a budget you can kind of figure off that. The second annual I'm going to talk about is the Hubam annual white sweet clover. It'll get a little bigger than the crimson from three to six foot, depending on moisture and fertility. Um, once again, it's a hay soil health, but this also has a, um, an attractor or a, a flowering capability for pollinators. Um, this particular variety is a slow grower the first 60 days. So what that tells me is that I need to make sure I have it in early enough, say, um, sure enough, the last part of August, so I get good growth and root biomass before I go into winter. Um, it's planting date would be late August through October, and it's 20 pounds to the acre. Uh, the one that I've seen quite a bit of would be the Yuchi, and then we also have the Blackhawk, and both of these are airleaf clovers. They're mainly a forage clover. Um, they're, they're, they look different because their leaves are are pointed like, an, like the tip of an arrow. Um, they'll remain vegetative approximately two months longer than like say the crimson does or even the annual white sweet clover that I talked about. Um, it also works well if I wanted to incorporate it in a fescue type past- pasture or a ryegrass type pasture. Its planting date is September through October. However, its seeding rate is three to eight pounds per acre. And all three of these annuals, if, if they are annuals, meaning that they'll die, um, they won't come back the next year. However, if I do manage them correctly, they will produce seed, and that seed, a certain percentage, would be viable. So I, I have seen that happen, especially with the crimson that I'll, I'll have for several years down the road, I'll have some crimson pop up. So just something to think about. The second group we're going to cover are the biennials. Biennials are basically a plant that will grow for two years, possibly three, and then die. Um, And and probably the most well-known of those would be the red clover. Um, It's the most grown of the clovers, I'd say. Uh, It's deep tap-rooted, has uh, numerous side branches, and does produce runners on the soil surface. Uh, It has pretty red flower heads. Um, It likes the heavier soils um, and are well-drained, fertile. It it likes those types of soils, so try to keep this one probably out of sandier soils. It's also a huge user of phosphorus and potassium, and we talked about that earlier. We'll try to soil test uh, even before going to one of these biennials. Uh, September-October planting date, and it's a 10 to 20 pound per acre rate. Yellow sweet clover. You probably see a lot of this here in Oklahoma, roadsides and things like that. Um, It's used for pasture. Haying would only be done maybe the first year it's established because um, after the first year it gets real stemmy, so it's not as good a a hay. Uh, It's used in honey production and soil health. Um, It may not be as productive as say the red um, as far as forage. So that would be probably a little knock against it if I'm wanting to use it in that case. It's early maturing and we see that here in Oklahoma. Uh, It'll be the first yellow flower it seems like in the spring that we see. It has excellent drought tolerance and winter hardiness. Once again, that's why it does so well here in Oklahoma. It does not like acid soils, So if considering that, sure enough, need to check your pH. Uh, Once again, September, October planting date. Its seeding rate is 5 to 10 pounds per acre. The last one I'm going to do today is, is a perennial. Um, it, it will come back year after year. I want to try to manage the Ladino white clover uh, much like alfalfa. Um, it, it, it requires possibly some weed control or grass control in it because it's going to be there for a long time. Uh, it's real low-rooted. It's very palatable. Um, the hunting community likes this in deer plots. Um, the clay soils work well because of the shallow roots. Um, it can it, the clay can retain a little bit moisture longer. Um, and as opposed to a sand with these shallow roots, it'll run out of gas or moisture if it if it's uh, droughty. Um, like I said, forage hunting applications. Um, September through October planting date, three to four four pounds per acre. So that kind of gives you a rundown on clovers. Please call us um, or email us if you have any questions on these um, at 1-800-375-4613 or johnseed at johnstonseed.com. Thank you. Have a good day.